0: We're looking at Matthew 6, and we're we're doing, and, and my thought and my prayer is that this will be a very impactful series for all of us, uh, and it's called 30 Days to Live, and, and at, we're asking the question, how would your life be different? if we recognize how brief, how short life really is. And so let's start with the verse that's kind of driving our whole series. There's one verse that we're gonna hit on every single week. It's kind of what's driving our series, and it's in Psalm, I know I said Matthew a minute ago, but we're gonna look at this one first, and then we're gonna go to Matthew. Psalm 39, verses four or five, and this was a, uh, this was a prayer of David, and I hope that it'll kind of become a prayer for us as well. It says this, Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered and that my life is fleeing away. My life is no longer than the width of my hand. An entire lifetime is just a moment to you. Human existence is but a breath. So let's take, real quick, keep that on the screen for a moment because I want you guys to, to participate with me. Let's take the first line of that verse and let's say it together. Would you? Can you say it with me? Here we go. Lord. Remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Isn't that kind of kind of a sobering thought? Isn't that kind of a sobering thing to say and, and to even think like, oh, my time on, on earth is actually, and I'm not, we're not doing this series to kind of freak you out or to be morbid or to be weird or anything like that, but we want to remind us how brief on in in the thought of eternity, how brief our time, how short our, our time on earth really is. Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. So last week, we looked at the words of James 4. When James, he asked, what is your life? And he said, your life is a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Because our life is so brief, uh, I, I wanna ask you, what would, what would it, I, I think this would kind of be one of the most important questions that you could answer in your life. And, and, and if you can answer this, um, I think this will be an important question for you to not only ask now in your life, but as you go through your life. And the question is this, where is your treasure? I'm like, well, I'm no pirate here, like, you know, getting, looking for the treasure. Like, no, but, and we're going to get into what we're talking about. But the question is, where is your treasure? Is, is it in the things of this world? Because a lot of times we put a lot of emphasis, we put a lot of value, we put a lot of importance on our things and the things that we have. Is, it, is your treasure in things or is your treasure in heaven? See, in fact, Jesus, he even offered this very important teaching in Matthew six nineteen. He said this, he said, don't, don't store up for yourselves what? Don't for, store up for yourselves what? Treasure. Treasures. Treasures. On uh, treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. He said, don't put your very best into things that aren't gonna last. Don't put your very best into things that aren't gonna last. Don't put all your effort and all your energy and fo- focus all your treasures on earth into things that just burn up, into things that just end because they don't last forever. You can't take it with you. It's not something that you can have forever. See, I, I've, never, I've never, ever, ever in my life, and I, I've been to a good amount, of, being a pastor, I've been to a good amount of funerals in my life. And I've never been to a funeral that when the hearse drives off carrying the body, it's pulling a U-Haul behind it because they're trying to take all their stuff with them. I've, that's, that doesn't happen. I've never seen that. You can't take your stuff, your things with you. I like the story. There's a story of this guy. And and he was so in love with his money. He was so like he, he was so in love with it that he put it all of his money, he put it in a briefcase, and he packed it up in in like a briefcase, like a suitcase. And his wife asked him, she said, honey, where are you going? And he and he or he she said, What are you doing? And he said, Honey, I'm putting my money in my briefcase and I'm gonna stick my briefcase in the attic. So when I die and when I go to heaven, I'm gonna grab my briefcase on the way up. Well, sure enough, eventually the man did die, and after he died, the the lady, the wife went up into the attic, and sure enough, there was his money, there was his briefcase right there, and right where he had left it, and she, she said, I, I should have told him to put it in the basement. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're going this way, or if you're going this way, it doesn't matter where at, wherever you end up in life, you can't take your things with you. He went on to say this in verse 20. But instead, store up your what? <laughs> Treasures. Where? <laughs> in heaven. Where moth and rust do not destroy. Where thieves do not break in and steal. Verse 21. Now here's the key. And here's why this is so important. This is what I want you to catch tonight. He said, for your where your treasure is, they're your what? Heart. Your heart will be also. And this is what I want you to catch tonight. Whatever you place value on, whatever your treasure is, whatever the things that are important to you, that's where your heart's going to be as well. So the question, back to the original question, where is your treasure? Or what is your treasure? What is it to you? Where, where are you putting your best, your energy, your resources, your time? Like, are you depositing your best of who you are or the best of what you have into things that don't last? Or is your treasure, like, here on earth? Or are you putting it, or are you depositing and using your best for eternal things, for things that are going to last Forever? And, and here's, here's what I would like for you guys to kind of wrestle with, to kind of think through. Here's what I want you guys to wrestle with. I want you to ask yourself honestly tonight, where's your treasure? Where's my treasure? And that's kind of what I want you guys to wrestle with tonight with this message that, that we're having, that we're hearing tonight. So I want you to think about this. Look at the last seven days, the last week, from tonight to a week ago tonight. I want you to think about the last seven days, this last week. Were you more focused on the things that don't last, or are you more focused on things that do last forever? Where's your treasure? Where's your treasure? Is it on earth? Because if it is, then that's where your heart is going to drift towards. Or is your treasure in heaven? Do we have our mind, our thoughts, our actions set on eternity, on in heaven with God? See, Jesus went on to say, he said this, don't worry about all the things of this world. Your heavenly father knows that you need them. And then he said this, this few verses down in verse 33, he said this, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything that you need. I love that verse because I think a lot of times it draws us back in because a lot of times in life, our perspective is off a little bit. And we want the coolest shoes. We want the best clothes. I like, I like having good shoes too. And I like wearing nice things. Or we want the nicest, uh, those of you guys who are, who are driving or about to drive or are gonna drive in the future. I mean, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm gonna have a Lamborghini. I'm gonna drive a Ferrari. I'm driving a Honda. Like, actually, I don't even have a car right now. Um, I'm driving my dad's truck because our car was totaled. So if we, we put a lot of value And and it's not bad to have nice things, don't get me wrong, but we put a lot of value into things that don't last. And I love this verse because it brings us back into perspective. It says, seek first the kingdom of God. In what place should you seek God's kingdom? In, In what place? First. He said, above everything else, seek first God's kingdom above all else, and live righteously. So you can do a lot of seeking of God and just and, and still maybe even be a bad person, live a li- bad life. But he says, seek first the kingdom of God above all else. Live righteously, and then what? He'll give you everything you need. He'll provide everything that you need. He'll bless you with everything that you need. See, we seek first what lasts forever. We seek first what lasts forever. We seek God in his righteousness, and he'll add everything that we need if we seek him first. So we've been talking about 30 days to live. How would your life be different if we really recognized how brief, how short life really is? How would it be different? And I can guarantee that your treasure would not be on earth if you really recognized, if we really caught how short our life is. So we're going to, we're going to seek first what lasts forever. I want you to write that down. That's my first thing. That's the first thing I want you to catch: is seek first what lasts forever. And um, but we're gonna actually that's not my first point. But we're gonna do this by three different things. The first is this: we we gotta guard against putting our treasure in this world. We gotta guard against putting our treasure in this world. Luke twelve fifteen. Jesus said this, he said, he's instructing us, he's telling us to watch out, he's telling us to be careful, and, and listen to, in this verse, how intense Jesus is. He says this, watch out, be on guard against all kinds of greed, because man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Do you kind of catch, I think a lot of times we can read through things and not feel the emotion, not feel the intention, intensity of something, but he's basically saying twice here, he's saying, watch out, be on your guard. Watch out, be ready against all kinds of greed because a man's life does not consist of the abundance of his possessions. See, your life is not your things. Your life is not your things, your life is not your car, it's not your clothing, it's not your house, watch out, be on guard. Watch out for what you're putting value into in, in your life. Now, most of us would say, yeah, 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 I get that, I understand that, like, I've heard that, I, I, I get it. And, and I understand that life is not about things, but if, if we, a lot of times, we may say we get that and we understand that, but if we look at the way we live, our actions say different. Our actions say that there are different things that matter. And I promise you though, if you only had 30 days to live, all the things that we're pursuing, all the things that we're after, wouldn't matter for anything. It wouldn't matter a bit. And Jesus is saying, watch out, be on your guard. The second thing is this. Second thing is this, I'll be generous. I'll be generous. Because our treasure will not be on earth. We won't be doing this. We won't be, if our treasure is not on earth, we won't be doing this and trying to carry, hold everything in and try to carry everything, say, this is mine, this is mine. Like uh, on uh, Nemo, where those birds are going, mine, mine, mine. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I love that movie, mine. And a lot of times, that's how we are. We're like, mine, mine, give me my stuff, give me this, mine. A lot of times that's how we are, and instead of doing this, our lives need to be look like this, like we're doing this, we're giving it out, we're giving it away, we're giving it up. A lot of times we're trying to hold on to everything, and if we, we change our view, if we, we'll see everything as God's, and if we, if we change our view and we see everything as God's, and how God wants us to use it, it will change our thoughts. Be generous with who you are. Be generous with your money. Be generous with your time. Be generous with your things. Be generous with your heart. Be generous with your words. Be generous with your attention. A lot of times we talk about generosity and it's like, oh, it's just money. No, no, no. There's a lot more things that you can be generous with. Be generous with your focus. Be generous with who you are, with your thoughts, with your words, with your money. Be generous with your entire lives because... You cannot love without giving. I mean, yeah, you could be like, hey, here's a dollar." But really, if we want to really change things, if we really want to give, if we really want to be generous, you can't love without giving. What does love do? Love gives. Love gives. Love makes sacrifices. John 3:16: "For God so loved the world that what did He do? He gave. And what did he give? He gave his one and only son. He gave the very best that he could have ever given. And he gave that because he loves us. He loves us. See, when you love, you give. The only reasonable response to what Christ gave is to give. Think about our values here at Emerge. If you're new here, or even if you're, you're old here, I guess, um, we haven't talked about these in a little while, but our values here at Emerge, our first one is that we are a family made of friends, right? And, and so when you think about that, when you think about a family made of friends, what do you have to give in that? We well, got to give time. You got to give effort. You, you, and, then so, and then our second value is, is that found, I mean, we could go on with that, but found people, find people. So when we're talking about that, and if you're found in Jesus, is our responsibility to find others. What are we doing? We're giving our time. We're giving our, our effort. We might even give some money, buy someone a meal or a soda, whatever it is. We're, we're giving of ourselves to find other people. And, and, and our third value is that, anybody remember? Saves people, serve people. Oh man, that's, that's a big one where you're giving up some effort, where you're giving out some time, where you're giving of yourself and, and, and if Jesus is all in our lives and a part of our lives, then it's our responsibility. We give, we give, we give our time, we give our effort, our value that growing people change. That's really a personal one because if we're growing in our relationship with Jesus, then we should be changing, our lives should be changing. And what we're doing when we're growing, we're spending time with God and we're taking time that we would be spending on other things and putting in an effort towards God. And then our last one, obviously, generosity is our heart. That's giving money. That's sacrificially giving. And and love, though, love challenges us to be generous. Love gives. And and let me say this kind of as bluntly as I can. If you've got a problem with giving, whether it's not just money, whether it be your time, your effort, serving, loving, spending that extra time, if you've got a problem with giving, you've got a problem with your heart. You've got a problem with your heart. You cannot love and not give. Love gives. What's one of the greatest things that we can give to God? Like, what can we give to people in need? We can love people. We can care for people. We can show people that they're valuable and that they're important. That's why this year, a part of Youth Wars, we kicked it off tonight, that we're giving We're putting out supplies. We're asking supplies to bless and to give and to love our teachers. The ladies in our church, we have have several of them who are teachers. We want to be able to bless them in the school year and and even other people beyond that. That's why for Speed the Light, like Gabby talked about earlier, we're digging water wells. We're a part of a a group that's digging water wells for people in East Africa so they can have clean water because people die without clean water. We're giving because we love and love gives. The third thing and the last thing I want you to catch tonight is this, God, help me to focus on what matters. I'll focus on what matters. Because the problem is, is that I often don't. Often, I often really, I, I think about myself a lot and what I need and what I want and what I wanna do and my needs and my wants. God, help me to focus on what really matters. What does matter? Well, if we're going to focus on the things that do matter, um, mostly because truthfully, um, a lot of times in our lives, we get riled up, we get upset, we get all caught up into things that don't really matter. But the real, the truth of it is is that people matter. People matter. People are always going to matter. Perhaps tonight, look to your right, to your left, maybe behind you, the people sitting around you tonight, people matter. No matter who they are, no matter what they're from, no matter what they look like, people matter. People matter. It, one of these days that uh, people matter, your parents, I know you, we may be arguing, you may be upset with your parents right now, your parents matter. The, the people that you go to school with, maybe you started school this week or last week or two, two weeks ago, those people in your classrooms, those people on your sports teams, those people that you're around, people matter. And I'm not just saying the select ones, the ones that are cool or that, that dress nice, that look nice, all of them, they matter. People matter and, and people, people who are in need they matter. People matter. Jesus matters. His truth matters. Generosity matters. Helping those who are without matters. Just showing people the love of Jesus matters. That's why that so many of, so many of us, we focus on things that don't really matter and we, we ignore the things that do. See, the Apostle Paul, towards the end of his life, he, he was in prison he was actually chained up to a guard, to someone who was watching him, so he couldn't get away. He was chained up to a guard. And if you would have asked him at the end of his life, hey, Paul, you've got 30 days to live. You're sitting in prison, you're chained up to a guard, you've lived a life, you, you've taken a lot. You, you, and if you, Paul, if you have 30 days to live, what would you say? I, I my thought, and I believe that Paul would have said this in, in Philippians three seven and eight. He this might have been his advice to us. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What's more, I consider everything, everything, a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake. I will have lost all things. I like this. He says, I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ. He said, I can have all the things. I can have all the valuables, all the possessions, all the things that I, I'd ever want, but they're all rubbish. They're all nothing. They're all garbage compared to Jesus Christ. Everything that I was thought was important is not important. Knowing Christ, that is the most important thing. God, may our treasures not be found in the things of this world, but the things that last forever. See, if you're, if you're like me, and if you are, you're pretty awesome. But if you're like me, it, it, it's just become increasingly more obvious how off track sometimes our priorities are. It's, it's actually embarrassing how, how focused at times I can be on things that don't last. I want everyone to close your eyes and bow your head for just a moment. Jesus, I love you. I just pray that in these next few moments that you would, just, you would speak to our hearts. I pray that in these next few moments that we would focus on you and we would hear from you. We would clear out all distractions and we would we would pay attention to what you want to tell us right here in this moment. With your head still bowed and your eyes still closed, there's those of you in this room and you may agree with me. You may be on that same line of thought that I am. And and you tonight, you you need to say, God, forgive me for allowing my treasure, my things, my wants, my values to be in places that don't last. I want my treasure to be with God in heaven. And maybe your prayer tonight is God change my priorities to things that actually matter.